This is the SEO Mindset Podcast with your hosts, Sarah McDowell and Tasmin Sullivan. This podcast is for SEO professionals and each week with the help of our wonderful guests, we discuss the important stuff that actually affects our careers and progression, but sadly often doesn't get talked about. You know, the invaluable soft and interpersonal skills that are often taken for granted, such as the skills we need for listening, time management, communication, and more. We also talk about the big issues that affect us and our careers, such as burnout, imposter syndrome, self-belief, saying no, plus other big issues and obstacles. With this podcast, we want to share knowledge on topics that unlock our listeners' true potential and enhance not only their careers, but all parts of their lives. So are you ready to prioritize your own personal growth and career development? Then let's crack on with this week's episode. Hello and welcome to the SEO Mindset Podcast. I'm very, very excited because I have a guest joining me today. Uh, so today I have Ayala Ikatha Gonzalez joining me. Hello, Ayala. Hi. How are we doing? All good. A little bit warm, but good. <laughs> I mean, it's hot in the UK. Um, so yeah, like you were saying it's going to get hotter than 40 or something. Yes, and I don't have AC or anything similar, so it's going to be fun. <laughs> oh, well, yes, please don't melt. We uh, we need you in person. <laughs> this week, um, we got you on to talk about the importance of people skills and building relationships in the workplace. I reached out to the Women in Tech SEO community about this topic and you put yourself forward so thank you very much thanks for having me I'll give a bit of a background about you so you started working in SEO in 2012 in Berlin Mm -hmm. that's pretty awesome (laughs) Um, and you seem to have traveled a bit you've lived in places like Kuala Lumpur Dubai Mm -hmm. Um, you've also done agency side and client side so I think that's it's good to get that experience isn't it Mm -hmm. and uh, it seems that you've uh worked with a lot of different industries as well beauty bands luxury cars banks uh, <laughs> yeah you've got quite the portfolio there you have a passion for training and parting knowledge across seo paid media and, and digital strategy um it says also you take complex information and make it easy for people to understand is it easy for you to make it easy for people to understand <laughs> depends how complex it is <laughs> but I do my best yeah um so yeah let's let's delve delve straight in so I did some digging and I got a definition about people skills and uh, the one I found is in per- Interpersonal skills, also known as people skills, soft skills, or emotional intelligence, are related to the way that you communicate, interact, and build relationship with others. Do you think that's a good way of summarizing? Yeah, I mean, if we wanted to say in a few words, yeah, I guess that would be it. I mean, obviously, it's much more complex than that. Yes. There's a lot of psychology behind it, but that's a good summary. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> so then, my first discussion point with you is why these are important in SEO. So, for example, why is it important that we have these people skills and we're able to build these relationships with other people, company brands within the sort of SEO space? 
I mean, because SEO, as long as, I mean, I know some people still think we're niche and we're just working on our own thing. Um, we're not. I like to say that um, we're like in a, in, in a concert band, like one plays the violin, one plays the, 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 the oh, no, I, I don't know anything about orchestras, not that I think of it, but... <laughs> there's an orchestra director so all of us are playing together so the violin and the flute are like with two different tunes then it means that this is not working well and seo i'm not going to say is the director saying how what you have to do but it's close to it um so obviously we have a lot of stakeholders we need to convince that seo is good we need to educate and we need to actually even help other channels improve. So there's a lot of work that goes in human skills and in, and in people's skills and talking to others, engaging with them, telling them like SEO is important and this is important for your channel that is, I don't know, email marketing, for your brand that is ABCD. So it's really, really important that we understand that we don't work just for our te- technical audits. We work for much more than that. And there are a lot of humans involved that will affect these these decisions. And actually the implementation of our technical audit depends on our human skills a lot of times. Exactly, exactly. And that's a key point there, isn't it? We are all humans. You have to be able to to do this and to get buy-in from the stakeholders, from the teams, but also um, to get people to understand the importance. So yeah, definitely. But I think... I think that's a key point there is remembering that we are all humans at the end of the day. Yeah, I mean, and humans are social beings for, yes. by nature. Even if you're an introvert, you still have your one best friend. So <laughs> Exactly, exactly. Um, so when we're talking about people skills, I mean, it, it's a massive thing, isn't it? So here we're talking about communication, conflict management, empathy, leadership, teamwork I mean the list goes on and on but I suppose what would be good is maybe for you to like highlight or pick a few that you feel like has really helped you in your in your sort of career and why like what what do you think they helped you achieve so I'm going to say empathy is my my favorite one for the simple reason that it engloves already many others such as communication skills um uh, what's listening to others which is similar to communication skills. Uh, <laughs> similar, but not the same, because you can be a really good communicator, but not a listener. Yes. Um, it's also about um, caring about others. So there's it, it already engloves all of this. And for me, empathy has been really important since day one in my career, because as you said, I started in Berlin. So not only it means that a Southern European like me suddenly was in Germany with the Germans that we all know are slightly different to Spaniards, but also my company uh, had people from everywhere. We had a big team from Indonesia, for instance. So obviously we're talking about totally radically different cultures suddenly Mm. in one place working together. And that can cause a lot of problems and a lot of troubles because if we don't understand each other, I mean, that's, that's, you know, that's drama being brought there. So obviously since day one, I, and I understood that I had to learn about them. I had to listen to them and be like, okay, so who are you? Why do you do these things? I mean, and how can I take that for me and be like, can I learn this and make me a better person? Or can I just understand this, not accept it maybe, or not like it, but at least I know they're doing that. So I have to respect it. 
So I think empathy is, is critical. And for me, it has been critical throughout my career. Again, when I moved to Malaysia, we're going back to like a pot of cultures, like just the Malaysians themselves. They're Indians, Chinese and Malays. Three totally different cultures in one place, plus the expats, plus the immigrants, plus whatever you want to call them. So, yeah, I think empathy for me has been key in my career to be able to adapt and also like, you know, survive, really. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And it sounds like empathy is the thing that underpins everything else. So if you have empathy and you're working on empathy and you're you're caring about others, then that's going to have a positive impact on everything else. So with empathy, you'll be able to um, better manage conflicts. Um, with empathy you can be a better leader with empathy you can work on this teamwork and having a positive impact do you know what I mean so definitely are we saying that it kind of underpins everything yeah for me it does because in the end the minute you're able to put yourself in someone's toes uh, toes feet toes how do you say it shoes shoes (laughs) I'm gonna go with feet from now on though or toes I like that better Sorry, this is such a Gloria moment from Modern Family. <laughs> I'm much smarter in my language. So yeah, when you're able to put yourself in someone else's shoes, even if you can't um, understand because you don't have their background, you don't have their culture, you don't have a lot of things that they do, the minute you're able to understand where they're coming from, even if you don't agree to it, at least you the, the fact that you're understanding that, you can be like, okay, you're telling me this that is different to mine, but maybe I can learn something from it, grow my my mentality grow my my mm. I would say my hat let's say um and I think it makes you a much better manager a much better human being in general because even though you might disagree with them you can actually instead of fighting you can just have a conversation about it yeah and that's key isn't it um because we don't we don't like having these that fights do we or these these battles or or whatever conflict does happen at work it does um but it's about knowing how to best deal with that and it's much better yeah if you have that empathy then it can be a conversation rather than everyone's getting their back up I suppose isn't it exactly 100% yeah so empathy is key there empathy definitely leads into other um really important interpersonal skills is there anything else um that's helped you or (sighs) I can't think of anything else I feel like that's been like my main thing always like respect each other communicate and also always listen to others like when you're asking listen listen to them and but not just listen with your ears like listen fully try to fully understand like when they're telling you, I don't know, in my culture, ABCD, and you're like, oh, my culture is totally the opposite. Don't be just like, oh, my culture this. No, it's like, listen to them, understand it, learn from it. Even if you disagree with it, just listen fully, like put your soul into it. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And I suppose as well, for some people, these people's skills might come naturally to them, whereas other people, they might have to do a bit of extra wear. Um, so some people, you could say, are born with, they're a people person, I suppose, mm-hmm. like I hear a lot. Or in some cases, you don't have this. But I suppose there's always ways that you can improve and work on these skills, isn't there? Yes, 100%. I mean, you might be born with it. I'm not sure. I'm not that scientific to know that. <laughs> it's true that your upbringing helps you with that. Um, how your family 
behaves as well. So if your family is a family of introverts, you're most probably going to be an introvert as well. Um, but obviously, yeah, there are ways that you can actually improve this. Um, for me, during my degree, I studied specifically this. I studied business and I studied um, humanities as well. So it was a mixture of understanding how a business works, but understand that business is made of human beings. Humans have emotions. How can we manage those emotions? So obviously, emotional intelligence was critical. Studying it helped me see a better perspective on this. So reading books about emotional intelligence and interpersonal skills will help a lot. Um, but I think for me, the greatest thing has always been and will always be traveling. That's, right. Yeah. I mean, but when you travel, don't just stay in your hotel with your, you know, the, the all inclusive. No, go out there, meet the locals, ask questions. They love answering questions. Like, even if someone comes here to Bilbao and they start me asking me questions, I'm going to be like, yay, I'm going to tell you everything I know. Um, and it's the same everywhere in the world. Like, ask questions. That's like, oh, what is this? Why do you eat this? How do you make this? Why do you, I don't know, do this day, this celebration to this God? Uh, in Bali, I mean, you have thousands of, of, of temples. And it's like, why do you, why are you, why are you bathing, bathing here? Like, why are you putting this water? Why are you doing ask all these questions that's going to help so much with growing this um this mentality and having a better understanding of the world and the people it's it's just amazing how much it helps you grow yeah and i suppose if you're more comfortable in doing that in your personal life it's going to be easier for you then to translate that into your work life isn't it oh 100% i mean cuz the minute you become so curious at work yes. you'll be like you'll stop being so egoistic, let's say, or egoistic or egocentrical that you're like, oh, I can't ask questions because they will think I don't know anything. And you'll be like, I ask questions to the executives. And I'm like, why do you do that? And how do you do it? Can you show me? Because it might be something from a screaming frog that I maybe I should know. No, I don't know everything. Like, ask questions. It's okay. I mean, nobody knows everything and you should not know everything. How sad and boring life would be otherwise <laughs> I 100% agree and it's about remaining curious isn't it um because I recently um so the job that I'm in now um Captivate a podcast hosting company wonderful bunch of people really supportive great 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 lot um but it can be scary when you're new and you're and it can feel like you're the one asking questions all the time um, and I mean, every time that I did ask a question, it was all like, yeah, that's a great question, Sarah. This is why. Do you, do you know what I mean? But I think sometimes we let the fear of asking why stop us. And yeah, and, and we need to ask why, don't we? Oh, my God. I mean, I'm the first one asking why for everything since I'm a baby. I'm like, why is this? Why this? Why does the sun shine? It's the same thing at work. If you don't ask why, you will never learn. And me, myself, like on a Slack, someone might post something. I might make a comment on it. They'd be like, oh, no, you're wrong. I'm like, oh, why am I wrong? Can you explain me? And I'm not attacking. I'm not being defensive. I'm like, I really want to know why am I wrong? Like, because this is going to help me grow as a, as a professional and as a person. And this is feedback as well. So it's really important to ask why and to ask how and all of these. Don't be ashamed of doing it. Please, please, please. Because if you if you don't ask, again, you're not going to grow. And I suppose if you're in a leading or managing position and you're seen to be asking why, then it's going to filter down and you're going to have that impact and you're going to foster this culture, aren't you? Yeah, exactly. I mean, if your manager is asking why or how or this or that, 
definitely you're going to be like, oh, I don't need to be like this person that knows it all. No, actually, I can be more relaxed and I can ask and learn from others, which in the end, I, I saw it from, I, I can remember with CEO of an agency said recently, she's like, I don't want to be the smartest person in the, in the room. I might be the CEO, but I don't want to be the smartest person in the room. And she's right. You have to hire people that are smarter than you so that you can learn from them and that they can learn from someone else as well. So like, it's really, really important that managers show this um, disposition, let's say, to ask questions and not feel like they're, look, they're looking like, I don't know, like ignorance or anything. This is not. I mean, obviously, if you ask me, how do I convert a PDF? Then I might be like, OK, <clears throat> we're done here. <laughs> but I mean, there are many other questions that um, that you can ask. That <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Please don't ask me how to convert a PDF. Ayala <laughs> hey, is your woman if you need to convert a PDF. <laughs> so I suppose what's tricky nowadays is that, um, so we had COVID and obviously that uh, made everyone uh, work from home, but then restrictions were lifted and then we had a, yeah, um, a mixture of going back to the office um, some people are hybrid uh, but even nowadays, I suppose some people might more or less still be remote. So how how can we be building relationships with people and these skills in a remote world? I mean, obviously, communication is going to be key here, um, even through Slack teams or whatever. You have to be really constant. If you're a line manager, mainly you have to be really constant with your communications, maybe with a stand, daily stand up catch ups, one on ones and all of these. And I mean, I know it's the argument that everyone's having, like, oh, in the office, you can spot things faster. I kind of disagree because I've been working remotely for two years now and I can easily spot problems. Because like, when you talk to people, when you actually have, have catch-ups with them, I don't, I don't even have, um, I'm not a manager, I'm not managing people right now, but I can still spot issues when, when people are having them. Because just asking them, like, how are you? They're like, yeah. You're like, okay, what's wrong? What's wrong? There's something wrong here. <laughs> so <laughs> the more you talk to people, the more you try to connect with them, the more you're going to learn from them. And obviously, we might not get the, 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 the how do you call it, the um, body language as we used to. But I mean, it's just a matter of adapting and learning mm. how we work in, in video calls. Um, there are a lot of um, resources online that explains how things are changing, being almost of us remote and how we can actually spot these kind of issues and keep growing. So in the end, it's all about keep reading, keep uh, nurturing yourself, uh, be proactive. And just because we're at home, don't stop talking to people, make that effort, go to Slack and just tell someone, hey, what's up? Do you want to have a tea, like a virtual tea or whatever? Just yeah. try to keep having it. I know it might be easy for someone like me to say it because I'm an extrovert and I'm all the time like talking, talking to people. I understand that for introverts, it might be harder and they might be just waiting for people to contact them. But try to make that effort. It's just a little, hey, send emoji, send a gift, doesn't matter. That's still going to help people grow and, you know, keep that contact. Exactly, exactly. And I suppose as well, it's about, um, so I think interpersonal skills and people skills and relationship building um, can be overlooked. So, yeah, it's often, even though it's an in, in, they're essential skills and we can always be working on them and developing them, um, it's about 
okay, you have to you have to see them as important, don't you? Because if you don't, then they might end up being a blocker for your career. Yeah, I mean, you, you won't go, I mean, if you want to be a technical person, you still need soft skills. You might not need to develop them as much as if you wanted, you want to be a, a manager or a director or something above that. But it's still, even if you want to be a technical person, you need people skills because mm. you're still going to be working with other people, even if they are developers or your line manager, because people tend to think, oh, only managers need them. No, I'm sorry, but you as a an executive or whatever your position is, you also need soft skills. You also will want a promotion or a salary increase. You need to ask for it. How are you going to ask for it? Your soft skills are going to help you get there because a lot of times people or line managers might be like, oh, they're really good at their job, but as a human being, oh, they're, they're rubbish. <laughs> so like, I don't want to give them anything, you know, but if you're, you know, if, you're, if your soft skills are there um, and you still want to be a technical person, they'll be like, such a sweet person, gets along with everyone, wants to remain being technical. Okay, let's give them the, the salary increase because they deserve it. Like yeah. the perception you get from people is totally different. Yes, definitely. And yeah, it is important, isn't it? And at the end of the day, um, if, you, if you're connected with people within your team, um, mm-hmm. then you're going to be more productive, aren't you? You're going to do better work as a, as, a, as a result of that. Like if you understand how people work and how you all merge together and if everyone's feeling supportive and I mean you don't it's not just for, it's not just I don't know like a, a manager or a leader's responsibility I think it's everyone's responsibility isn't it to to support one another and you never know you might really help someone out so say for example in your example, when you were saying that uh, you're talking to someone and you're like, is everything okay? And they say yes, but their body language is saying the opposite. If you then private message them and being like, oh, I noticed that um, you, you seem a bit off with your body language, is everything okay? That's going to make them feel valued and part of mm-hmm. the team and that you care. And I think that's important to humans. We all We all want to feel like, someone's caring about us don't we or that we're a valued member of a team yes yes I mean 100% is just social validation what we have there yes yeah and we're we're all looking for social validation more or less I don't mind but we're all looking for that so exactly exactly sometimes it's just simple things like this like hey I noticed you a little we're a little bit off are you okay all good with you the cats are all right (laughs) or if it's um or maybe they're okay but they're struggling like they don't know how to do a certain thing or they weren't completely um clear on the brief or a project or they don't completely understand what there is what it is they need to do I suppose there's lots of moving parts isn't it I do have one more question for you but before I do that I just wanted to check if we've covered everything that you think is important or if there's anything else that you wanted to sort of say or bring up no I think I mean I think we've gone through most of it, so. Yes. Okie dokie. Okay, so what is the best piece of advice that you have received? So this is a funny one because I've been trying to think really hard. I was like, oh, maybe my psychology professor, maybe someone in my career, maybe someone, I don't know, everyone thinks that in Malaysia you go and find yourself. Maybe somewhere there. I was like, no, I've never, I don't recall anything. And then I was like, 
oh, my mom always used to tell me something <laughs> that maybe I can link here. So it's a Spanish expression. So I, I don't know how it will translate in English, but pretty much it says that she would always be like, I would be like, mom, I want to buy this. And she'd be like, so yeah, like, if everyone wants to jump from a bridge, do you jump behind them? I was like, um, no, why would you say that? And it's like, and if you think about it, she's right. It's like, okay, everyone seems to do this and you just follow them blindly. Was if you have your soft skills, you'll be like, oh, they're jumping. Why are they jumping? And do I want to jump with them? Or do I have my reasons not to jump, but I understand why they're jumping? So like, <laughs> this was the connection I could make. And in the end, whenever I think about it now, I'm like, oh, she's actually always been right. Like, I haven't done everything that everyone's done. Like, I don't know if it's because of that or what, but whilst my friends were getting, like, they were staying at home, they were getting married, they were having kids. I was in Dubai, living the life in the desert, traveling around, you know, having my own life. So like, let's say they were jumping out of the bridge and I wasn't. <laughs> I mean, that's really good bit of advice there because just because everyone's doing something, doesn't mean that that's right for you or it's even the right thing to do, isn't it? So thinking differently and um, going against the norm gives you great life experiences. But then obviously it relates back to in the workplace, doesn't it? Because if you're starting to challenge how things are being done um, or not even challenging, because I suppose challenge can maybe be a negative way, but if you're thinking about okay why why is this happening the way it's happening why is this person doing the thing that they are doing it just gets you more aware and in tune and you might be able to better processes or you might be able to better things or you'd be like actually that doesn't work for me and it might not work for that person either it's kind of questioning the norm like so a lot of times we get to a company and they're like oh this is how we do things here it's like but is it the right way to do it? Just because everyone's doing it, is it the right thing to do? Maybe we're doing this process that is taking us three days. For instance, we could just question it and be like, maybe we can do it in one day. So yeah. it's a good thing to question things. Don't just, just because everyone's doing it, we, should, we shouldn't always be doing it. Just if you have your reasoning and you're like, no, but I, I believe this is the right thing. Again, soft skills here are going to be critical for you that instead of saying like oh no I demand we do this you'll be like hey there's a better way to do this and with the soft skills is when you can actually empathize empathize and understand them and be like how can I talk to them so that Mm. they understand me and they accept it so sometimes it can be how do you say it at managing people yeah Um, yeah there are different ways that you can even if you're an executive that doesn't mean that we're doing like managers are doing the right thing like even as an executive you can go and be like look, you're doing this wrong, but instead of saying you're doing it wrong, you can find different ways to say, tell them you're doing this wrong, <laughs> which essentially that's what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, and I suppose as well, um, some people are a bit worried about change, aren't they? Um, oh. So if if you've got these um, interpersonal skills and you you know how you work and you know how people within your team works, when there is time for change, you can sit with that person if it's remotely or in person and talk to them um, in a way that they understand and they'll be like, actually, like I can see what you're saying here and it's actually going to end up saving me, I don't know, 
hours in a process or something like that. But I think, yeah, it's about talking to people in, in their language or yes. how, how they understand and empathizing and being like, like say, say you, there needs to be a change and you need to talk to the person who put this process in there in the first place with your interpersonal skills, you could be like, um, I know that you put this together. It's great. It's worked, but like we can, we can tidy up or we can save time here. So definitely like there's ways, there's a ways to do this, isn't there? And inflict, inflict change for the good. Yeah. I mean, in the end, all of this fear of change and all of this, this thing is, is uh, so, sorry, all of, it's, it's actually fear. Like what we're talking about here is, is usually fear of people, of the unknown, of the change, of the different things, losing their power sometimes even, or being wrong, as we were discussing before. So it's just a matter of understanding that fear. And as you say, communicate, communicate, communicate. Like um, when, when we're in a process of change, we go through, as, as humans, we all go through different stages. It's understanding those stages until the person gets to final acceptance and understanding. So it's understanding that, honoring that process and just being with them throughout that process, helping them solve all the questions and concerns and doubts they might have. And obviously not hiding information from them because that's chaos. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. If you're doing things sneaky isn't it behind maybe yeah a bit behind that person's back because you don't want to offend them that's when it's going to cause issues it's better to be upfront transparent and get them involved in the first place and just be like and it's not complicated because sometimes I mean it's going to be worse when you I mean when you're trying to change things it's better just to tell them up front like be like look the downside of this is this this is what we're risking however this is what we can win so if they see the values and they're like, okay, we know the risks and we have a plan B for the risk, this person is going to be onboarded with the change. They're going to be like, okay, let's do it. And yeah. the fear is going to disappear because they're like, oh, we have it under control. And if we don't, we're a team, we're doing it together. Yes. And in the end, that's soft skills. It's, that it's building that trust. Yeah. Yeah. And that team, team spirit and everyone's there to help each other. Everyone's there to support each other. Um and getting away from being scared of someone, I don't know, getting a promotion over you or stepping on your toes or I think, yeah, with these skills, it helps you, um, yeah, become like the band that you were saying in the first place. Like you have your your flutes and your tubers. What other instruments did we say? Violins. <laughs> All of them. The tambourine. <laughs> yeah, the tambourine. Uh, every, everyone's working together. And you're going to be more, you're going to be stronger, aren't you? Yeah. I mean, just remember, even the triangle plays a part in that orchestra. So like, <laughs> everyone's important here. The triangle is the most important, I think, is what Ding. we're saying. <laughs> I mean, it can change a lot, the triangle, because if without <laughs> the cling, you might not change the tune. So think about it. You could be an intern with the triangle and change a lot of things. Like, there you go. I love learn that. Learn your soft skills and you'll get there. <laughs> you'll get there. Well, unfortunately, I mean, I'm sad to say this, but um, we're running out of time. Damn it. <laughs> I know. I know. I mean, I feel like we covered a lot with these kind of things. We could have continued to speak about it forever. Um, but hopefully, when people listen to this episode, they're going to be like, yes, people spit 
people skills, interpersonal skills, they are a priority. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do as Ayala said, I'm gonna find all these resources, I'm gonna read books, I'm gonna go on courses, I'm gonna challenge myself because you'll find that it's only gonna help your career. A hundred percent. And let's say one more thing, go for therapy. That's the best thing because if you know yourself, you're actually going to be able to empathize better and actually learn your soft skills or develop them better because sometimes we're not self-aware of mm. your, your own current self skills and you're like oh no I'm too shy for this and then suddenly you're like oh no but I'm actually a really good listener like, yes. I can actually keep growing on this so therapy I think is critical for your self-growth and that's impact you're going to positively impact your career as well that's such a good point because you might be unaware of this interpersonal skills that you've already mm -hmm. got. You might not be aware, but you are a really good listener. You are a really good problem solver. Do you know what? You, your empathy, you're there. Like, and without you knowing what skills you already have, how can you develop other ones before you know? So that's a great, great nugget there to end on, Ayala. <laughs> awesome. Happy to help. <laughs> If people want to continue the conversation with you or to carry on talking about anything about today, where can they find you? LinkedIn. So far, I'm only there. I have Twitter, but I don't use it. Um, I'm, I'm an old school suddenly. <laughs> but LinkedIn is, is my favorite social tool for, for work. So any okay. questions, I'm happy to answer anything. So yes, I'll make sure that I um, include a link to your show notes. Um, so so yeah, I'm guessing like anything that you're up to, you'll post on LinkedIn, like anything that you're doing. Yeah, yep, exactly. wonderful. Uh, okay, well, thank you to Ayala and thank you to our listeners for joining us for another episode of the SEO Mindset podcast um, we have new episodes going out every Thursday and if you do enjoy and you've not yet subscribed what are you doing get subscribed because then you get notifications of new episodes so you'll never miss out on conversations like we've had today with Ayala oh and I should say that you can subscribe completely for free doesn't cost to listen to our podcast so yeah. Right. Should we say goodbye? Yes. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you very much for joining me. And until next time.